0: Again, that's Macy's.com slash Own Your Style. Host Nora McInerney is back for season two of The Head Start, Embracing the Journey, a podcast from Ruby Studio and Abvi In each episode, Nora has real conversations with real people living with chronic migraine to see how they took action to understand this disease. So jump into the conversation for season two, a show that creates a little more space for empathy and understanding in such a complicated world. There shouldn't be so much hesitation around asking questions and asking for help. So don't wait. Join the Head Start, embracing the journey, and learn a little more about life with chronic migraine. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids to a classroom? Homes.com knows that these are all the things that you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, Parent reviews, test scores, student teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in house research team. It's all so you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com, we've done your homework. <sighs> In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality first, wear comfort, and timeless western style. Takova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they're going to last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And don't go gently, y'all.
1: Be Little fool for your soul. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful. Life a little more things. Tight, tighten up your you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown.
0: Pretty pumped about today's episode. We're going to talk manifestation and faith and positive thinking and law of attraction which you might be like, Amy, what? Don't even go there. Why are you trying to be like the secret? Well, I'm not. I've never even read that book. But I know that I've kind of shunned it and not done certain things that have anything to do with visualizing stuff or having a vision board because I thought it was contradictory Dictory to my faith, but I don't even really know why I felt that way. But I was listening to Steve Harvey on Masterclass, Oprah's Masterclass podcast, and I pulled some clips that I want to share with y'all. And I feel like his dad gave him a tool, which was basically manifestation without calling it that. And it, like, it is, it, I, I believe it puts Steve Harvey where he is today. So, you know, I just want to share that with you and then share with you kind of where I am with it now. I also have Bethany Ugarte coming on. She's at Lil Sipper on Instagram, L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R. And she has an amazing story of how she healed her body. She really was near death. Her body was like a skeleton. Even though she was eating, she just was not digesting food. And through the right doctors, her holistic team, she was able to heal herself with the right foods. Now, it was kind of foods that were killing her, but then the right foods healed her. And if you are looking for someone to follow on Instagram that has really easy recipes that are easy to digest and minimal ingredients, I highly recommend you follow her. I personally don't have IBS or any issues, but I love some of her recipes because my body feels good after I eat them. I know that they're simple. And I know that they're giving me nutrients and I know that they're easy to digest. And I know that she's really helped a lot of people with IBS and stomach issues. So maybe you're listening right now and you're like, whoa, I have that. Well, she's a really great follow for you. So I'm excited to hear, I'm excited for y'all to hear my little interview with her. And then uh, the third thing I've got for today, I feel like I have been misleading y'all or I haven't, I don't know, maybe deceiving something. I'm just getting some emails where I'm like, okay, whoa they need to know the real me. That's not me. I don't have it all together. So I want to address something and clear the air on that. And then lastly, if you don't have time for the gym, but a hot bath sounds amazing to you, well, you're in luck because hot baths are basically like working out and that is like music to my ears. Uh, Before we officially get into the first thing in today's episode, just want to let y'all know that all pimp and joy items right now at thshop forward, are going to Alabama and Georgia Tornado Relief. If you happen to be a listener that is in Alabama or Georgia, our hearts are with you. Uh, we're praying, we're sending all the love and hugs. We can't even imagine. It's catastrophic. It's terrible. It's awful. Uh, if you're listening and you're like, wait, what is she talking about? Maybe you haven't seen on the news, which hopefully you have by now. But I don't really feel like it got a lot of coverage. I mean, deadly tornadoes went through that area and left tons of damage and hundreds of homes, uh, tw- at least 23 dead. And so I just want y'all to know that we're thinking of you. And Pimp and Joy is our way of helping out. Pimp and Joy's our line that gives back to all kinds of causes, and right now it's tornado relief. Pimpin' Joy is all about choosing joy for yourself and spreading joy. And this is how we're going to spread joy to those in Alabama and Georgia. So check out our line. You've got shirts and sweatshirts and hats. It all started with my mom and her battle with cancer. I I answered a little bit more about Pimpin' Joy in the Q&A segment that I now have up on Tuesdays. But you can also read about it at the Shop Forward. But feel good about anything that you purchase knowing that it's going towards a good cause. And right now specifically the tornado relief and people, you know, in Alabama and Georgia that really really need some joy sent their way right about now and they need they need the help. So go there if you can, check out what we got theshop4.com pimp and joy. First thing, let's talk manifestation, which is going to kind of lead into positive thinking and you know, the whole manifestation thing though, real quick I want to say is I'm not someone that's been into that, not like an expert on the law of attraction or anything, but I do try the whole positive thinking. And then I really just started to think like, maybe, maybe I am into this and it's okay. And the positivity then leads to more gratitude. And I thought of this topic to discuss while listening to Oprah's Masterclass podcast with Steve Harvey. Definitely go listen to this one. It's good. And maybe I'm just really into Steve Harvey right now because we just went on Family Feud. But I think that you'll like it no matter what, so check it out. Anyway, he shared a story from his childhood when a teacher asked the class to write down what they wanted to do when they grew up. And Steve wrote down that he wanted to be on TV Well, the teacher called each student one by one in front of the class to discuss what they wrote down. And when Steve got up there, the teacher basically made fun of him and told him that it wasn't an attainable dream. Then later, the teacher told his parents that Steve wasn't taking class assignments seriously. Well, Steve's dad told him to take what he wrote, you know, that he wanted to be on TV, and put it in his drawer and look at it every day.
1: Take your paper and put it in your drawer. Every morning when you get up, read your paper. And every night before you go to bed, read your paper. That's your paper. What he told me was a principle of success, that if you write it down and envision it, anything you see in your mind, you can hold in your hand.
0: And guess what? Steve Harvey, as you know, he's now on TV. And then I laughed a lot when he shared this part.
1: Every year when the teacher was living, I used to send her a TV for Christmas Cause I wanted her to see me. I mean, she saw me one year, and she said, "Boy, you send me all the TVs from wherever you are, and you don't understand. I got too many TVs. I had to get these TVs away sometime. I know it's all right though." And I kept that paper. And that little boy with the stuttering problem is on TV seven days a week. Yeah.
0: So listening to this made me think of manifestation and that what you think about, you bring about, even with simple things like, I never used to notice labradoodles, but once we got one, I started seeing them everywhere. Or once I think about the color red, then I start to see the color red or you know, if I test drive a certain car, which I'm not doing that all the time, but if I have, if, I, if I'm focused on a car that I like now, I start to see them on the road everywhere before I never noticed them. And then with more important things like our overall attitude, when you focus on negativity, you tend to be more negative. And when you think about positivity, you tend to be more positive. You know, I think about my mom and how she handled her cancer journey with such grace because she tried to stay positive, wanting. God's will for her life and for the cancer to be used for good. So she opted to choose joy. And from that, Pimp and Joy was born. And had she had a negative attitude about her cancer and let it get her down all the time, then we would have lost out on the awesome Pimp and Joy movement. Again, what you think about, you bring about. And some call it manifestation or law of attraction, you know, like that book. The Secret, which I can't really talk about because I never read it or got into it. It didn't seem to flow with my Christian faith. But as I've gotten older, I've realized how powerful our mindset is and how it can affect us. I've had friends invite me to vision board parties, but I never went because I felt uncomfortable, again, because of my faith. But when I really think about it, What would God have against me putting my goals up for the year on a pretty board or in a book and then just focusing on them? You know, Dr. Lewis, he was on the podcast a few weeks ago talking placebo effect. And we know that someone can be given a sugar pill and then they can be told that the pill is going to help them. Now, that sugar pill is doing absolutely nothing But because we think that it is, we may suddenly start to feel better. And when you think of it this way, encouraging people to think positive to attract more positivity and visually focusing on your goals, whatever that looks like for you, it makes sense. I remember Dirk's Bentley talking on Bobby's podcast, The Bobby Cast, about how he wanted to be a pilot. And then one day, I think he flew on a private jet with Kenny Chesney or something, and you know, after that, he was like, man, I want to have my own jet one day. And signature is a private airport that you'll see, like that's where private planes fly in and out of. And, you know, he changed his computer password to signature. So that way, you know, he is part of his manifestation. It was just a daily reminder of like, one day I'm going to have a plane and I'm going to fly in and out of signature. And, And he does that now. So if you want to create something in life based on visualizing what you want, go for it. I mean, visualize your goals, your dreams, focus on them, pray for them, stay positive, following through with the work needed to attain what you want. And then after all the work, you receive the fruits of your labor. So if anything, there's something pretty awesome that can come out of practicing the law of attraction. Our, our gratitude will increase. Like if we force ourselves to think about something positive positive then it makes us appreciate the little things in life. I mean, I find that so true. And even when something in our life goes wrong, we can focus on what we're grateful for, and it puts things into perspective. And I just... I always think of my mom in this case, and I know I always bring her up as an example, but that was something that was a really powerful, beautiful example for me. Like I lived it, I witnessed it. And again, I've been honest with you all that not every day was amazing, and she wasn't constantly choosing joy, but her overall theme was positivity and joy and what good can come from this because cancer is bad. How can we make it good? And I mean, she had to look for the positive things. I mean, one of her, I, I don't know if I've shared this on a previous podcast before at all. Um, but one of her assignments from her therapist before death, I mean, we knew that her life was going to be ending maybe sort of soon. We just, we didn't know if she had months or, or even less than a year, but I think it ended up being weeks at this point, um, when she started journaling. But her therapist was like, I want you to write down 50 things that you're thankful for. And it was really, really hard for my mom. She only made it to 14. (laughs) She didn't even get to 50. So, but you know, it was, sometimes it was like her yogurt, The yogurt she ate that morning because it tasted good. It was high fat, had protein, stuff her body needed to help her stay strong. And, you know, other people made the list, like my sister. She was one of the 14. I wasn't one of the 14, although I remember driving her to and from that therapy session. And she was drinking an Ensure. And as we pulled up to the therapist's office, the Ensure spilled everywhere, all over the car. So while she was in therapy, I went to go get the car cleaned and then came back to get her. But I still didn't make the list. I didn't make it. Nope. (laughs) I'm not bitter about that at all. But anyway, my mom had this, like, yellow journal, and then after my mom died, um, she had gotten it from Target, and my sister went out and found two of those exact yellow journals, and she got one for her and one for me. And now it's something we keep and we write in from time to time. But that journaling activity and then, you know, just – practicing gratitude and keeping a positive mindset and focusing on our goals and what we want, it made me want to throw out a little activity for us. So what if every night before bed, we write down four things that we're grateful for? Like we reflect on our day. Maybe it's something in the week. I mean, we're going to do it every night. We can be thankful for things through different times, week, month, whatever. Just jot down four things. That's it. Just four We'll stick with the theme of the podcast. The thought of journaling for sure overwhelms me. So sitting down before bed to write out four things that I'm grateful for actually seems doable. So we don't need to overthink it. Some things might be grandiose, like other things might be really, really simple, like my mom Liking or being thankful for her yogurt. Um, Like I can see myself one day being thankful for the adoption process and allowing me to be a mom to two beautiful Haitian kiddos and maybe something really special that they did one day that's, that's like a big deal. But I can also see myself being thankful for my acne spot treatment. You see? We don't need to overthink it. So let's do this four things you're grateful for every day. And I'm going to suggest doing it at night because I've heard that gratitude before sleep is awesome for you, but you can do it whenever you want. And you can post these on social media and then tag me. I'm at Radio Amy. Use the hashtag 4ThingsGratitude so that I can see them. And Mary and I have even played around with doing a 4 Things Gratitude journal for Espoir so the journals would benefit Haiti. Um, If y'all think that would be a good idea, let me know. In the meantime, just find... Any old journal or paper or whatever and write down your four things each night that you're grateful for. Okay. Second thing. Oh. Okay, I'm here with Bethany Ugarte. And Bethany, it's so crazy because I follow you on Instagram and I feel like I know you, but mm. we've never met.
2: <laughs> no. We
0: haven't. And I brought you on because I feel like You have an amazing story to share, and I love that you are inspiring so many people on Instagram. You're helping people feel better, and I want you to share some of your story on how eating a certain way saved your life when doctors couldn't, and your struggles with IBS, and if people are curious while they're listening to this, if they're like, okay, wait, who is this Bethany Ugarte? Like, she really (laughs) is someone on Instagram that's doing a huge thing for people that have issues um, with IBS. And you can dive into deep, deeper things if, if there's other issues that you know about. That pe- I don't have IBS, but I will say okay. I even love your recipes and I feel better when I'm eating them because they're minimal ingredients. You recreate things that are stuff that we really like, like I mean, Girl Scout cookies are totally a thing right now. And you completely recreated the Samoa cookie into something that <laughs> is easy to digest and doesn't have any of the crazy ingredients that you can't pronounce and that your body doesn't know what the heck to do with them. And right. you're all about easy digestion and taking care of your body. But you share that with everyone. And so it's like your a little gift well, on Instagram and you are <laughs> at little sipper on Instagram and not little it's Lil, like Lil Wayne, (laughs) (laughs) Um, L-I-L-S-I-P-P-E-R, at Lil Sipper. And so now that I've set you up a little bit, why don't you share with us
2: why you started eating and cooking this way? Well, thank you so much, Amy. Um, And it's even funny that you say that you enjoy my recipes, even though you don't have IBS, because I get so many people saying, I started eating the way you do. I don't really have IBS, but I'm feeling so much better. And people are just realizing maybe how crappy they were feeling before, but just never knew it. It, it, It's amazing because food really did help heal me. I literally almost died from IBS. I was a walking skeleton. I could barely even balance on one leg because I just didn't have the, the strength and the muscle. So though food did help heal me, uh, it also actually made things worse. It's, it's crazy how food can do good or do bad. I was just having the worst IBS flares. And I even hate the term IBS because it really could be anything. You know, doctors give you that label when they really don't know how to diagnose you, because it's like saying you have a skin condition. Well, There's so many skin conditions. Like, what is it, you know? So uh, I went from doctor to doctor, specialist. I just went from the top the line people, and no one could really figure it out. I I couldn't digest food. Things were coming out whole. I was burping like a really horrible sulfur smell, and it was just, I mean, I had to quit my, my dream job because I couldn't hold a job. I was just in pain constantly, and there's so many other people out there. That can relate. Hopefully, not as much, but into to some degree. And so I kind of just took things into my own hands. Worked with a holistic doctor. We went back to basics. Started curing my chicken. I know that sounds weird, but I had to go on a full-on puree diet for a while, just like a baby. It, I had to treat my stomach like a baby would, basically blending everything until I was able to tolerate things and digest things properly. Just in nine months, it was a total transformation from you know a walking skeleton. I was able to gain back weight, able to gain back strength. And even my cognitive thinking was was better because you're just so depleted from everything. And long story short, now, I mean, I have this Instagram. So many people have reached out saying that they've been struggling with some sort of IBS and it's affected their life completely. So now I just make, I make recipes that are easy to digest, good for the body, clean ingredients, no chemicals, and not only recipes, but I really get down to the nitty gritty as to what's going on in the quote unquote Health food industry because so many products are still processed. So you think you're eating healthy, but when you really get down to it, things are hidden in ingredients. So I really get down to what's going on in the food industry and, uh, and dissecting that too.
0: Yeah, no, it's really impressive when you do that because I have been obsessed with Trader Joe's Noki. You know, you just buy it and you look at the ingredients. I'm like, oh, it doesn't seem like anything too crazy in here. And I've been cooking it. And then I saw your post on your website, which. Oh. I'll say that her website's the same as her Instagram. It's com, And up mm-hmm. there, too, while I'm talking about your website, you do have a before and after photo. And the before feel- photo... Uh, one that you have when you were near death. I mean, it's it's shocking. Like you cringe. You're like, oh, my gosh, how is this possible? Because it's not like I mean, you look like an anorexic that is about to die, just to put it bluntly, in case people can't look it up right now. That's what it looks like. And but you weren't like you were trying to live and you were trying to eat, but your body uh, wasn't receiving any of the nutrients.
2: Yeah, the, the picture, I mean, you could see my bones popping out, my whole skeletal frame. It was just, it was horrifying and, and it was embarrassing and people did think, you know, she just has an eating disorder and it was hard to say, you know, I, I am, I'm eating, but literally things are just passing undigested and whole. Yeah. And and so, but yeah, it's back to the whole gnocchi thing. I know that you saw it on my website and I, I recently posted something about it and I know that's like a huge thing right now, but so many people came back and said, oh my goodness, I thought I was the only one that was getting sick from the gnocchi. So it's really going back to basics and really look at at the ingredients to see what it is. I want your thoughts on monk powder. Monk powder. Yeah. So I do get asked a lot about that. It's actually, you have to be careful with it because there is a pure monk powder and that can be okay. However, 99% of the monk powder that you can find does have added erythritol or has added maltodextrin and those additives can wreak havoc on the gut. You really have to see, is it pure or... Are the ingredients, you know, monk fruit plus this, this, and this? Okay.
0: So, uh, s- speak quickly on the maltodextrin because that's an ingredient that was brought to my attention over a year ago and now I find it in so many things that I used to buy and now if I see it on something I will not buy it because it'll have companies that you just think you can trust because they make other products that you can trust and Mm -hmm. I'm like why if they make this other amazing product are they making this product with this ingredient that they know is not good for us Like, it's just deceiving. So then it's like there's this blurred thing between companies where you want to find companies where you can just trust them across the board. You don't even have to really think. But then at the end of the day, it's a business for everybody. So talk about maltodextrin because it's in a lot of things.
2: It is uh, maltodextrin, dextro, you'll find those words. It's a lot of, it's basically an anti-caking agent. It's in a lot of dip mixes and things to help preserve the the food, the product. And it um, actually has been, used to be called preservative 280. If that doesn't get your attention, it can cause bloating, digestive issues, even fat storage for some people. So you really have to be careful as to what it is, it's, and, and it's amazing to me because it is considered natural. Well, by the FDA, yeah.
0: I've even heard too that it is it will cause you to want to eat more.
2: Yes, because at the end of the day, it's a refined sugar. Okay. Um, to put it very, very, yeah, from the and so that it's a refined sugar.
0: We react chemically to that, and therefore we have the urge to keep eating more and more and more because of that additive. (laughs) So so that's so. And, you know, so I feel like you're full of knowledge. So is your website. So is your Instagram. And if people are having maybe they're just in this constant state of feeling bloated all the time and they've accepted it as their normal and they're like, well, this is just my body. I have to live with it. I would think that if they started to adopt some of the things that you put up you know, and in ways of life that you have, I feel like it could make a huge difference for them.
2: It totally can, just little simple changes. Can make a huge difference, you know. So you don't have to go crazy, start baby steps. That's what I do, that's what I love. And I'm I'm so glad that you found me and we've connected and you know, I follow you on Instagram. So such a a great community. So the green
0: bread is something I made that so many people I mentioned it earlier, uh, were freaking out about. And if people go to your website, there's a search bar and they can just type in green bread and it will come up. And what turns it green is the what's the sunflower butter or the the sunflower seeds or something that mixes with baking with baking soda. Baking soda yeah. is what ca- it's like science. It's it causes it's the green. Reaction. So yeah, it's a chemical reaction. So there's nothing crazy. There's only like four ingredients, but it really is a lot of your stuff is a lot of times has no carbs, no sugar, paleo friendly, keto friendly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not into a lot of these particular diets, but some people are, and some people have to literally avoid sugar, they have to avoid mm-hmm. carbs, they have to for their well being. Like, have are you on a the SOS diet? Someone that else that I follow on Instagram has to avoid salt, oil, and sugar.
2: No, I, I'm not, and I'm not actually on any particular diet. I kind of created my own, thankfully, but. I do take into consideration that people do have to follow You know, they're diabetic or they have this or this or that. So I like to give options. I like to create different recipes. If you want to add a little coconut sugar or a little honey, you have that option.
0: And a lot of your stuff is candida, diet friendly. It's nut free a lot of times, dairy free. And so you have to listen. Like, I, I'm not sending you to Lil Slipper's website so that you can make something that's going to be you know, what, you know, you're going to want to serve at Thanksgiving for all your family <laughs> to be like, "Whoa, well, this is so amazing. But if you're trying to start eating in a more clean way, and you really want to see if your body we'll see the changes, which it will, then these mm-hmm. recipes are good. And once you start to change your taste buds, because right now your taste buds are used to, it could be possibly if you're not eating this way, it's used to processed sugar and all the crazy chemicals that make food just taste so, so, so amazing and all the fat and stuff that's just not good for your body now we're into fats me and little sipper oh, Beth in yeah. here we love fat we just love the All healthy fats yes healthy fats yeah. um, and not fats from other things that aren't good for you but Make these and just know, okay, this is a healthier version. This isn't something, yeah, it may take a while for you to adjust. But she really does have some awesome things that I think that you would like. Like there's this butternut squash fudge. And I made it the other day. And I keep it in the freezer. And whenever I want that like bite of chocolate, I know that I can go grab it. And it's literally made from butternut squash, vital proteins. Um, what else is in it, Bethany?
2: There's a little bit of
0: cacao. Cacao powder. Um, cashew butter. You can do cashew butter or sun nut butter, like a sunflower butter. So right. that's something I have in my freezer right now that I made. And you have some four ingredient like protein brownies, which uses the new zest protein powder. I yes. made that and I have some of those little squares in my freezer. And my husband was obsessing over those, which you No way. Yes. Like, <laughs> (laughs) And it's if you look at it as like, okay, this is just going to fill my craving, and really you can stop because there's nothing in it that's crazy addictive making you want to go back and eat more. If I eat a teeny tiny Reese's cup, I go back and I want to eat 10 more because there's all kinds of stuff in there that's making my body be like, okay, give me more, give me more. more. Mm -hmm. But this stuff just fills the craving. It's got quality ingredients easy to digest, stuff that's good for my body. I can't recommend it enough. Again, but I, I do want to put that disclaimer if you are just now easing into this like a healthy eating lifestyle. I don't want to fool you that it's like, you know, if you're used to doing two sticks of butter in your cookies, well, this is going to be a little bit different.
2: <laughs> right, right. And and something I do want to just point out is I, I'm not about the fad diets. I don't claim any diet. In fact, I'm all about real food. I actually don't even count calories. I just look at ingredients. Not about counting calories. I'm just about real good Wholesome
0: food and that's my focus. Well, I definitely appreciate you. And I know a lot of people out there, especially if they have IBS or digestive issues, they certainly appreciate you and you have great product recommendations, even for when it comes to like household cleaning items and air fryers and ways to make <laughs> the food and smoothies. Like you're really great at that. And then I'll just say quickly too that I know I mentioned newsest a minute ago, but you you partnered with them and have your own digestive protein powder that was created with them. It's That's got to be a super cool okay. feeling. So if people want to check that out, it's N-U-S-E-Z-T. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. mm-hmm. And
2: It's also on my uh, website as well.
0: Yeah, so check that out for sure if you want to support. I've got s products and think that they're great. And I think I have some of your protein powder coming my way, and I can't wait to try that one.
2: You do. In the,
0: in the little ones that I made, I know your recipe calls for it, the little brownies. I actually, to balance some of the chocolate, I use the cacao powder, but I used all I had on hand was the vanilla new zest. So I used that okay. and it turned out great. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on. I'm definitely going to have you back. I think that I, you have an interesting topic when it comes to breast implants because you're getting them removed. I am. And, and you have a message that you want to share with people about that. So we will definitely have you back for that. And thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you so much, Amy.
2: I appreciate it. It's an honor.
0: Like, if your dad loves to grill, then shop for Grill Master Things. If your dad loves to golf, then you can go to the gift list that is for the golfer. I mean, really, Macy's has thought of it all. If you have a tech-savvy dad, voila, Macy's Gift Finder, again, has you covered with that. Top gifts include Beats headphones, JBL portable speakers, Nintendo Switch, and more. Top brands such as Calvin Klein, Tommy Hilfiger, Polo Ralph Lauren, Columbia, and more. Really, Macy's has it all, so don't be a last-minute shopper. Father's Day is June 16th. Make sure to check out Macy's.com slash gift finder to find a unique gift they'll love. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. From searching online to asking your friends and family, there are a lot of ways to look for jobs. But have you considered finding your next job through a staffing company? Your local Express Employment Professionals team is your one connection to endless job opportunities. With just one application... They can help you find a job at a company that fits your needs. Visit expresspros.com. And as always, Express never charges job seekers a fee. Express knows when companies are hiring, offers benefits and competitive pay. And in just one interview, they are prepared to present you to multiple companies who fit your needs. Express Employment Professionals places people in all kinds of jobs including everything from customer service to warehouse jobs to accounting and IT roles. Let Express help you. And remember, there is never a fee for job seekers. Go to ExpressPros.com to get started and discover for yourself what it's like to have support in your job search. You can also start through the Express Jobs app. Download it today to search jobs, apply, and contact your local Express office. In every pair of Takova's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that'll draw both eyes and compliments. Takova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. Now, the best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecova store, where you're going to be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. So come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. They also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. And stay cool in a short-sleeve, moisture-wicking pearl snap. Or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecova's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style, and they are built to last decades. Visit Tacova's.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And don't go gently, y'all. I get notes from y'all sometimes that make me laugh a little bit because I'm like, oh, whoa, I... I think I have deceived them in some way, shape or form. Uh, And this one, this topic in particular that I want to discuss is time management because I feel like I have misled y'all. I think that some of you think I've got it all together and I don't. So this is me just putting it all out there. Like I am a hot mess. I do not have it all together. Some days I'm like all over the place, not even organized, barely can figure out ways to have calls and meetings because I just don't have it together. I mean, there's 24 hours in a day for everybody. But I look at other people and I'm like, "Oh, they have it all together. Like, how in the world did they do that? And they do it with such ease and they do it so well." And I I do think that about people, and I've gotten some emails that make me think that y'all think that about me. So I just wanted to clear the air. I have zero time management skills, nor can I offer you tips. Like I'm going to read you this email that I got from Ashley. This is an example of what I've been getting from y'all. I know that you have a million things going on between work being a mom, kids, charity, et cetera, and it seems like you plan it all so well. Time management has never been my strong suit, but between work, married life, and my side hustle that I'm trying to build, I just feel like I'm not balancing it at all well. And she goes, and this is coming from someone who's only 27 and has no kids or pets, and I see parents handling this so much better. I would love any advice, tips, and strategies. So Ashley being that I don't have any personal tips I can pass your way because I, too, feel like you, I went to Forbes because I feel like Forbes.com is smart. They know what they're doing when it comes to time management, I'm sure. So I found some stuff that I'm going to share with y'all. So if anybody else is struggling with time management, boom, I'm going to hook you up. And also, can we talk about me saying boom a lot right now? I really am, and I apologize. It's not lost on me, and I'm going to work on it. So let me practice this again. So Ashley... I've got some time management tips, and I'm going to share them with you. Okay, so now I said that without saying boom. Uh, You know, sometimes words just get in, and then you say them for a little bit, and they have to to die out. I wonder if my son is saying that for some reason. Sometimes some stuff he says I start to say, but he's much cuter when he says it. So uh, let me just give you some examples of where I feel like I'm failing. Like I had a FaceTime meeting with Mary the other day, and we were meeting about some espoir stuff. And I was hiding in my bedroom because I had both kids home. Then we had our nanny at the house, which that's another thing. I have a nanny that is also an assistant, and I still don't have it all together. My husband and I both work. And so when we got the kids, we knew that we were going to need to bring in um, some help for sure. Like No doubt, that's just something that we knew we were going to have to do. Never in A million years. Did I ever think my husband and I would be someone where we said, we have a nanny? Like that's just even weird for me to still say. I still struggle with it. No offense to our nanny, because she's she loves her job. She's proud of her job. She loves that she's a nanny. And I love that she loves that. But for me, it's so hard that we're we're those people. And I'm not trying to be those people or sound pretentious or anything. That's just that is what it is. And I want to be honest with y'all too. I have help. So not only do I have help and I still feel like a hot mess. (laughs) So with that, that probably just makes me even worse than somebody that that doesn't have any help and is still trying to figure all this out. But is amazing, and that's the name of our nanny. And she has taken on some uh, roles helping me even with this podcast and sorting through emails and helping me come up with questions for the Tuesday Q&A segment because I started to think maybe I could do it all and then i get overwhelmed and i start dropping balls cuz there's emails i miss there's people i forget to reply to let's just let's just pull up my phone right now where is my phone let me see i've got it right here let me let me just let me do this real quick okay unlocking my phone and checking my i have 136 unread text messages i have 2565 unread emails and 20 missed phone calls and 19 voicemails but my last voicemail was left on my phone in 2016. So those 19 voicemails I haven't checked in two years. And then I let my voicemail fill up so people can't even leave a message anymore. So you just text. Because who leaves messages anymore? I I don't. I don't. If you do, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just would much prefer someone to text me. And then I may or may not get it because I have 136 unread. See, I am I'm awful. See, checking like your texts and your emails and getting those off your list, that would be part of managing your time and managing your things. So I, Ashley, again, and anybody else that has emailed me for time management tips, I don't have them, but I do have ADD and I was going somewhere with this. I think back to my original story of Mary and I trying to have a FaceTime meeting. And I just remember hiding out in my room because again, I had the kids at the house and then Annie was also there. My husband was there and had a friend over. They were working on a project. Then our tutor was there because my kids, they're still trying to learn English. They've only been in America a year. So the house was full. There was nowhere for me to go but to climb into my bed and kind of sit in front of my computer and have a meeting. But I, it was hard for me to focus because then it was also, I think it was 5 p.m. that day. So at that point, I've basically already been working almost 12 hours. And sure, I had you know, a workout in between. Working out is something I always try to fit in. I feel like that's important to keep me sane. But so it hasn't been, it wasn't like straight work. But at that point, my brain isn't all really there. And then I've got show prep on my mind for the Bobby Bone show the following morning because every night we turn in show prep. So I'm just not in a good headspace. And the whole time I'm meeting with Mary, I'm like, gosh, I really need to get it together. And she's like, oh, I thought you were going to start going to WeWork with your husband. So you had like an office. And I was like, yeah, but that just really wasn't working out because, Every day is just so different with my schedule. And then parking at WeWork, which is where he has an office. That's like a community office center, if y'all aren't familiar with WeWork. But I was 20 minutes in the car with trying to find parking and then 15 minutes to get home. So that was like 30, 35 minutes that I was driving somewhere where I could have been using that time for something else. So I opted not to do it. Now, would that time maybe be me scrolling on Instagram? Was it productive use of my time? Maybe not, but that was still 35 minutes I did not want to be in the car because I thought, well, I'll just work from home. But then working from home can be really hard. So I'm rambling for sure. So let me go ahead and get to some of these time management tips before I lose some of y'all. But first of all, they say on Forbes, to create a time audit. So when it comes to time management, the first step you need to take is finding out where your time actually goes. Hmm. You may believe that you only spend 30 minutes on emails, but in reality, that task is eating up an hour of your day. And the easiest way to keep track of your time is to download an app like Rescue Time or like a calendar to track everything you do for a week. And then they make a report and They show you what's sucking your time, what's stealing your time. And then with this information, you can make the appropriate adjustments. Now, I know my personality. I'm probably not going to use an app, but maybe this app would be good for you. But I do need to make my own version of a time audit. And then tip number two is set a time limit to each task. So, for example, if you want to write an article for something, like you've got a blog Like, give yourself two hours. If you start at 8 a.m., try to make sure that it's written by 10 a.m. This makes me think of something I heard Mary do one day. We were traveling, and she was working on something on the Shop Forward website, and she was like, she really wanted this, like, pair of shoes. I'm using that as an example. It could have been jeans, but she was shopping online, and I think we were on a flight, and she was like, I really want to buy whatever, the shoes, but I'm not going to allow myself to do it until I get done with this task on the website. So that could be another method. I mean, it's not really setting a time limit for each task, but it's rewarding yourself if you complete the task, which sometimes I need to complete things, which leads me to tip number three. Use a to-do list, but don't abandon tasks. So if it's on your list, make sure you cross it off for sure. Also, tip number four, it says plan ahead. One of the worst things you can do is wake up without a plan for the day. I mean, I feel like I like to wing it. I'm more of a fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants kind of girl, but I guess I should plan the night before. That's what they say to do the night before. Spend at least 15 minutes organizing your office and making a list of your most important items for the next day. What? Then first thing in the morning during your morning routine, write down the three or four most urgent and important matters. And then tip number five is spend your mornings on MITs, which I know what an MIT is, according to my husband. He taught me this, but you probably know as well, but it's most important things because this is what he does. He's like, well, what are your MITs? Write them down and number them in order of importance and tackle those first. And I'm like, Ugh, whatever. I want to tackle whatever's most fun first, but... It says here that Mark Twain once said, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. So there you go. Take that little nugget with you. Number six, tip number six is learn to delegate and outsource, which I'm definitely getting better at. But then sometimes I kind of micromanage. Like if I've given someone to help me with something, then I'm like, you know, I, I, involve myself too much instead of just taking letting them go with it a number seven eliminate half work which I was a little confused as to what half work meant but now it's clear to me and I'll share it with you so like say you're working on something like it's a project you you're you're all in but then you stop randomly to check your phone for no reason boom that's half work or you try out a new workout routine but then you switch to a new program a couple of days later because you read about it online half work while talking on your phone, your mind wanders to your email inbox, half work. That's so me. Oh, that is so me. Big fat star. I'm like drawing a star on the paper right now. That That is me. Um, another tip, I've lost count. I don't know where we are, but it says here, stop being perfect. Hmm, I don't. I don't have that problem. <laughs> I'm not a perfectionist. I'm not type A. But in case you are, you need to stop doing it. Perfect doesn't exist. Just do the best that you can and move on. Uh, next it says, just say no. I know that a lot of times it's hard cause we don't want to upset anybody, but you can only handle so much. And this is something that I've got to be better at. And sometimes m- my saying no or yes too much isn't because I don't want to hurt anybody or upset anyone. It's that I don't want them to think I can't do it. Like I want you to think that I can. So I'm just going to say Yes. which sucks because then I end up not really being able to do it, and then I feel like I end up letting people down. So that's a bummer realization about myself. Uh, Another tip on here is don't waste time waiting. I feel like I've gotten really good at this. Like if you have a doctor's appointment or something and you're going to be in a waiting room or you have to wait for something, make use of that time. Have your computer with you at all times. I can't tell you how many times now I work in parking garages because I'm waiting for something or I've got to go somewhere and I get there early or I'm waiting for traffic to die down and I just knock out work in my car, or I've got a podcast going. That way you're, you're bringing in information, you're learning about something, you've got something going on, like an inspirational book or something where you're listening to it, maybe while you're driving too, you could be doing that. That way, you know, you're not wasting time. And then another tip here says telecommute, which means work from home. So if you have those days, now not everybody can do it, But it says here the average American commute is over 26 minutes. So uh, – and that definitely gets longer. I mean, I know people that have an hour to and from work. But, um, you know, maybe you don't have the choice to work from home every day. But what if one day a week, it says here you could work from home, even twice a week could end up saving you several hours depending on your commute. So keep that in mind. Okay. So there we go. Confession for me. I have zero time management skills. Got all that info from Forbes.com. I was taking notes just like you, and I need just as much help as you do. Okay, let's talk hot baths. Because one thing I want to do on this podcast is encourage you to make time for yourself and to have those self-care moments and not feel guilty or selfish about it, especially when you're busy or you've got a family and you feel like you should be doing something else stop doing that. I mean, a bath could be something that could be a game changer for you. Maybe it's something else. But right now we're going to talk about baths because I saw a headline for an article. And when I read it, I was like, huh, well, that's interesting. And this could be something that's that's good for you guys. So the headline said, a hot bath can give some of the same benefits as exercise, which wouldn't you rather take a hot bath than go work out some days? I mean, some days you need the workout, let's be honest. But what if your self-care moment for the day is a hot bath and it's like you got to work out. So I used to take hot baths all the time. I was a big fan, but I don't really have access to a bathtub that much anymore because before we adopted our two kids, the upstairs bathtub, which is the only place we have a bath, uh, was always empty. And now that I've got an 11-year-old and an 8-year-old, It's like their bath. Like, I feel like I would need to go in there and like clean it all the time. And then sometimes they're in there and all their shampoos and some of my son's little bath toys and whatnot. It's just not the same relaxing feel when you're trying to take a bath in your kid's bath. But all this to say, I'm going to start making an effort because I do miss my hot bath time. And so you're like, well, how are you going to make this a whole thing about taking baths? I mean, it's not that hard. Just run some hot water. But I wanted to run through this article with y'all. And then I want to tell you all about a really awesome detox bath, like the ingredients that you need for it. And then maybe we'll talk about how to set the scene for a good bath. So the article that made me think of talking about this said that a nice hot bath raises the body temperature the same as if you're working out that causes an inflammatory response in the body that's similar to if you were in training mode. Now there's a protein in your body called IL-6 and that protein triggers a series of anti-inflammatory reactions that help lower your risk of cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and certain cancers. What? I know sounds too good to be true, but basically what I see in this is maybe sometimes if you're not feeling like working out, it's bath time, hot bath time. Now, you want to make sure that it's really hot. And I learned that from Dr. Mark Hyman. He's someone that I followed for a really long time. I've read some of his books. But he has this recipe for bath time that's supposed to be really good for your body and detoxifying. So I, when I was taking these a lot, I was doing about one and a half to two cups of Epsom salt and then one cup of baking soda. And I would add that to the hot water with a few drops of lavender to kind of relax things. But pretty much what this does is it allows your body to absorb the magnesium from the Epsom salt. It's taken in through the skin. And then you have alkaline balancing effects from the baking soda. And both of those things help with sleep. So he would recommend that you take this hot bath detox situation before bed. So boom, it's like... You relax before bed and your body gets some of the same cardiovascular benefits as a workout, but you didn't even have to work out. Sounds really good to me. And I'm going to now try to make more time to go upstairs and take a bath in my kid's bathroom. And then maybe light a few candles, dim the lights. Maybe you make a playlist ahead of time with some John Mayer or some Enya or Adele, like something calming. Like how awesome would that be? Or put on a podcast that you like for bath time. Probably not my podcast so much, but maybe like an Oprah, Super Soul Sunday conversation, or a masterclass like the one I recommended earlier with Steve Harvey. Oh, that one was so so good. Anyway, bath time, do it. Feel good about it. Never have no shame in your game when it comes to self care. Well, that's a wrap on today's episode and I have an awesome email. Like I'm excited to share this email. So the end of every four things podcast, I kind of do an email shout out. And this one is super cool because I feel like we're at, we're going to be a part of a relationship, and I want to follow this relationship and see if they end up together. So, hey, Amy, I'm a new listener. I'm a first-year law student and got into the show when this girl, Caroline, who I have a tiny bit of a crush on, wouldn't stop mentioning you. She's pretty awesome, so curiosity got the best of me, and long story short, I'm now an avid listener of both The Bobby Bone Show and your 4 Things podcast. As a guy in his mid-20s, I feel like in a few weeks, you've made me a more well-rounded person. I'm drinking lemon water and trying to establish healthier eating habits, but perhaps, most excitingly, after literally never talking about them in my life, I'm now able to have conversations about periods, not only with Carol, but with my mom and sister. Please thank your husband for coming on the show. Your conversations are a highlight and show me that couples can keep pushing and challenging each other well into a relationship. Sorry for the mass text. I hope you get a chance to read some of it, and if you say Carol's name on air... I'll win a bunch of bonus points with her. What up? (laughs) So that's basically why I wanted to read this email. Well, first of all, because he's a guy, and I want to remember that there's guys listening, and shout out to all the guys, all five of you. Three, I love that he's adapting things like hot lemon water. Carol, sounds like you've got a keeper. He wants to eat healthy. He's a law student. Like, clearly you got a good one. And, oh, I need to say his name. He signed it best- Chibu, which I don't know if I'm saying your name right, Chibu, C-H-I-B-U. But hey, Carol, shout out. You should go out on another date with Chibu and then Chibu update me on you and Carol's relationship. And if y'all break up, I'm sorry. But this was me trying to help a guy out. So that really is today's episode. I hope that y'all enjoyed it. And a big thank you to Mike D and Elizabeth and Walker Hayes for the theme song. I still get so many of you asking, who sings your theme song? So I know it's probably like, wow, she says it every episode, Walker Hayes. But I get it. I'm doing tons of other things while I listen to podcasts at times, and I don't always absorb every single detail. So Walker Hayes is the singer of my podcast, and he's got some amazing music. So definitely check him out. And then I'm excited about next week. I've got an Enneagram person coming on Mm -hmm. yeah so we have that to look forward to for sure if you don't know anything about the Enneagram well you have one week to study up because next Thursday I'm sitting down with him and I'm super excited about it it's like a personality it's a way to gauge your personality and there's nine different ones one through nine what number are you try to figure that out okay well we'll see y'all next week bye
1: Laugh a lot. Ek. Be kind. kind. Two I- things. Little fool I- for, I- for your soul. Life ain't always I- pretty, I- but hey, it's pretty beautiful. beautiful Thing. Laugh I- a little more. I- Thing. A- tighten up your core. Thing. Said E-K. Ek. You're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown.
0: All right, this sun season, evolve your sun care with new Banana Boat 360 coverage. With Advanced Control Mist, it's a new way to spray. It's an all new bottle for an all new mist experience that smells great and is incredibly light on your skin. You can even customize your spray. Like to cover targeted areas, you just tap the trigger lightly or you can pull the trigger fully for a long continuous spray, ensuring long lasting Banana Boat protection. Plus, it's refillable from sweat-resistant sport formula to kids SPF 50 plus. This is sun care that'll come in handy when my kids are swimming, playing sports, when I'm hiking, when we're out at the lake, or whatever it is that we're doing outdoors. Shop Banana Boat 360 Mist at Walmart, Target, or Amazon. In every pair of Tacoba's boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style.